Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and we are back at it, back at it, back at it again. I'm back at it again, man. And it is time for a discussion, okay? The Jets have a lot of things going on, and boy, oh, boy, is it rough. We're coming off of a loss to the Patriots, man. Just lost to the Patriots 22-17. It was rough. Zach Wilson and his situation was rough, and boy, do we have a lot to discuss about that. So, again, call in 515-602-9639. That is the number to call in tonight, and we're going to get into it. We also made a trade. We got a lot of things swinging around here. Got a game coming up, too, so there's a lot to talk about. So, listen, let me go ahead and get into it. I am the man of the people. I am here for the people, okay? Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search the Long Beach Joe Show, like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on the Long Beach Joe Show. Your boy's also on Twitter as well, okay? At the Long Beach Joe. At the Long Beach Joe is the show's page. All right, go on over there and follow that page. Personal page, YoungJ000. All right, go ahead and follow that as well. I'm also live as well, live on YouTube, okay? Come on over to YouTube, all right? Type in Long Beach Joe Jets, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. That's the page where you can watch the show live. Go ahead and subscribe, hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. I know there's a lot of people out there that say they don't know that, you know, and then they find out that, yeah, not only am I live, you know, not only do we do the live radio show as well, blog talk radio backslash Long Beach Joe show, but, yeah, it's streamed live as well. They say, hey, Joe, you're looking good, man. Didn't know that you look so good. I say, hey, thank you. You know, I'm not, a, I'm not an arrogant person. You know, I'm just a guy walking around and trying to make things happen in life. But they say, Joe, you're looking good. You're looking good. You know, we like your voice. We like the way you look. Keep it moving. And I do. So I want to thank you all for that. And I want to thank you for checking out the show again, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Again, subscribe, hit that notification bell, give the videos a thumbs up. So when I post content, you folks will be in the know. We're also uh, on iTunes as well. Go on over to iTunes, The Long Beach Joe Show, The Long Beach Joe Show on iTunes, okay? Go on over there, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, and give me a rating. Give me a five-star rating and let me know what you folks feel about this radio show that we do over here. And I want to thank everybody that does that. I truly appreciate everybody that chimes in and let me know how much they enjoy the show. Greatly appreciate that. So now it's time to get into it. We have a lot to discuss, a lot to talk about. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. But before we start talking about the Jets and all the trades and things that are moving on, moving on around here, around the league as well. As everyone knows, I'm big on impacting my community. As everyone knows, I enjoy doing whatever I can to help people out. We're now in the month of November, and there's a lot of people out here that are food insecure. A lot of people struggling with trying to find their next meal. And there's many people out there helping, okay? One of the main places that I love, love, love to uplift and make sure everyone knows about is the Community Food Bank of New Jersey, 
okay? For everybody listening, cfbnj.org is where you can check them out. And tonight we're going to have a very special guest to speak to us really quickly about everything that they're doing over there. I would like to welcome Mrs. Renee Halvenstein. She's the Senior Director of Special Events and Community Outreach there with the Community Food Bank of New Jersey. She's going to come on and talk to us about what, everything that they do over there at the Community Food Bank of New Jersey. Renee, I want to thank you for coming on the Long Beach Joe Show tonight. How are you feeling? Hi, Joe. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Absolutely, absolutely. It's wonderful. And, again, I want to thank you and everyone over there at the Community Food Bank for everything that you folks do to help you know, the, the entire community, especially with all the food that you give out and everything. Now, can you please speak to my audience and tell them, because there's a lot of people that have misconceptions about what the Community Food Bank does, what do you say to people that believe that the Community Food Bank is only there for people that are homeless? that you folks are only there to serve the homeless. What do you say to those people? Thank you. I appreciate that question. It's actually uh, quite a misconception. There are people who are suffering from food insecurity are our neighbors in need, and they live in every city, every county, every town across the state. Um, you know, there's, there's no lines between poverty and affluence when it comes to food insecurity. Many people are just one paycheck away from struggling that far. Absolutely, and there's many people that don't understand that, and I want to, again, thank you, Renee, for clearing that up. Now, can you fill us in on your Checkout Hunger and Neighbors Helping Neighbors campaigns? Absolutely. So Checkout Hunger is a program that's been running for over 30 years, and it's running from now through January. It's at many of our major supermarkets and convenience stores in the area. And it's a great way for customers to conveniently give to their local food banks by donating one, three, or five dollars at the register. Many of the partners also are offering it at self-checkouts now, which is wonderful to have it, you know, moving forward with the technology. Mm-hmm. And then um, you also asked about Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry about that, Joe. Uh, you also asked about Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Neighbors Helping Neighbors is our um, internal name, our program that offers great opportunities for individuals, organizations, businesses to get involved and make a difference and fight against hunger along with us. They can do food drives. They can do fund raising drives. You can engage with your friends, your family, your colleagues. And the opportunity there is really just to be able to, you know, give food, give funds, share your voice because you're sharing the message with so many others. And then you can even create, like, special kits, like for the holiday season or for college students or, you know, snacks on the go. So we have all these great tools to help people get involved from a small level to a large level. Yes. Yes. And, again, I want to thank you and everyone over there at the Community Food Bank for all that you do. Now, Renee, my final question for you is, how can my audience get involved? How can they volunteer? How can they donate to Community Food Bank? Joe, I appreciate that. That's the most important thing. To donate, you can simply visit cfbnj.org. It's the initials for Community Food Bank New Jersey.org. And 
you can also visit that same site, cfbnj.org slash volunteer. Naturally, this time of year is when so many people want to volunteer, so it might be a little difficult to get in in the next month or two, but in January, we have plenty of spots and still need the help on a daily basis, so we welcome volunteers all the time. Absolutely, Renee. Listen, Renee, I want to thank you for coming on tonight and spreading awareness and spreading the word about the Community Food Bank with me and giving all of my listeners just the wonderful information you did. Again, I want to thank you for having you on. You have yourself a good night, all right? Thank you so much, Joe. And J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 let's go. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Salute to Renee again. Everyone, get involved with cnbfj.org again, okay? Community Food Bank of New Jersey, cfbnj.org. Get involved any way that you can, helping the Community Food Bank, uh, you know, spread just everything that they do, um, all of the things that they do to help people out there. Again, there's a lot of people that are food insecure, and like Renee said as well, there's a lot of people that think that it's just about serving the homeless. It is not. It's about giving to people. There's a lot of people out there working that are really looking for their next meal, and they're working every single day but dealing with a lot of the issues of missing meals. So please get involved in any way that you can. Again, cfbnj.org. Uh, please go there, give, donate, volunteer. Anything you can do is greatly appreciated. So, again, I want to thank Renee Halvenstein coming on from the Community Food Bank of New Jersey. Now, as we continue to move along, listen, and we're going to get to these lines again, 515 is the number. Call in, all right? We're taking all callers, okay? Listen, the New York Jets are coming off of a situation here, and we'll get to the callers in just a second. We're, uh, there's a bad outing against the Patriots. We uh, lost 22-17. to Zach Wilson did not play well in this football game. Uh, there was a lot of things going on with him. We see he was very careless with the football, particularly in the second half. We saw right before the half, though, that we had a chance, man. We really had a chance, and there were some things that, that went wrong there. Uh, Zach Wilson actually coasted back and threw an interception after a turnover on downs. Again, the New York Jets defense was playing phenomenal, all right, playing phenomenal all throughout the game, honestly. And when Zach Wilson threw that interception, the Patriots actually, you know, were able to capitalize with some points there. But before they kicked the field goal to make it 6-10, to 10, we thought we had a situation where we were going to be up 17-3. to 3. That's what we thought. And it was because Mac, Mac Jones dropped back, throws a pass that gets picked off by Michael Carter. Michael Carter takes it all the way back to the house for a touchdown, and we're thinking, oh, yeah, baby, we got things going. We got things rolling. Ain't wrong. Okay. And wrong. Flag comes out. Ref looks up and he says, uh, "Roughing the passer call on John Franklin Meyer, which completely takes away the interception and the touchdown." Again, the Patriots were able to kick a field goal there, which made it ten to six. That was right before the half. That closed it. The Patriots came out after the half and they got rolling. I'm not gonna lie to you, they really got rolling. They were struggling offensively, especially going into the half. There was a lot of people thinking that they were going to bench Mac Jones because he was playing so poop. Keep in mind, Mac Jones on the day was 24-35, 195 yards, only had a touchdown. 
And they came out and got rolling in the second half, man. Stevenson immediately had a 35-yard run. He was 16 to 71 on the day for carries, yardage. The Patriots really did a number on the ground against us. They had 194 yards rushing total. Mac Jones was able to hit Myers for a touchdown, which made the game 13 to 10. And again, Stevenson, man, he was he was active all throughout. Again, we talked about that. He's a big weapon. He also had seven catches for 72 yards against us as well. Now, at that point in the game, we were hoping, hey, we could keep pushing. We could keep moving along. We can keep making things happen. Well, the Jets missed a field goal, and the offense just continued to spiral out of control and struggle. Just continued to struggle. But again, the Jets' defense was playing well, playing very well. Quentin Williams was able to get a big sack that stopped a Patriots drive. The Jets' defense got six sacks as a whole on the day, man. There was so much pressure coming from our front. Carl Lawson, again, Quentin Williams, Rankins, we saw him flying around. Huff was flying around. There's a lot of things moving and shaking out there with this Jets defense. It looked good. But the offense just couldn't get itself together. Couldn't get itself rolling, man. Couldn't do it. Subsequently, the, the Patriots actually hit two more field goals to put them up 19-10. to 10. We're still in the game, though. We're still in the game. Things are looking good for us. We're still in the game. It's nothing crazy. We're just down a score and a field goal. We'll be good to go. We get a touchdown and a field goal, we're all right. There's still a lot of time left. And then Zach Wilson came out and did the unthinkable. The unthinkable. He threw two of the worst interceptions I've seen in a long time. In a long time. One of them, he's rolling out to his right, guys coming. And, you know, the pressure was there was a little bit, but he could just throw it away and get out of bounds. Just throw it out of bounds, make the easy play, don't cost the football team. Couldn't do it. When he threw the ball, he kept it inbounds. That was a big interception for us. The other interception that he had, again, he's rolling out, and he just threw it into a crowd of Patriots. <laughs> he just threw it into a crowd of Patriots. Zach Wilson in this game was very careless with the football, particularly in the second half. In the first half, he was actually playing pretty decently. All right? He had, he had gotten a touchdown where he had hit Conklin for a TD. He, he was hitting Garrett Wilson, who had six catches, 115 yards on the day. Earlier in the game, he was looking all right. We were getting things cooking offensively. But things just completely fell apart in the second half. They completely fell apart, and he looked really bad. He melted down after those interceptions, and things just completely fell apart. Again, Zach Wilson on a day was 20 of 41, 355 yards, throwing the ball, two touchdowns. He had three interceptions. He was bad. He was really bad. And I understand that there's people that don't want to see Zach Wilson criticized for some reason. Listen. When I say this, everyone knows, if you listen to my show, you watch any of my videos, I'm a big Zach Wilson guy. I like him a lot. I think he has all the talent in the world. I believe in him. I think that he can be a guy that can lead this franchise for years to come. But he's got to be more careful with the football. He's got to. No one is above criticism. All right? He's coming off of a bad game against the Broncos as well. Well, we saw that. We saw bad throws. We saw him missing guys that were wide open. He missed guys in this game that were wide open too. 
He missed Denzel Mims, who was breaking, which could have been a big touchdown for us. He missed Conklin, a guy that was open as well later on in the football game. He was missing guys because he wants to try to light the scoreboard up and throw deep. He's got to stop that. And the coaching staff came out after the game and talked about this, telling him yet again that if he makes the boring throw, if he just does the boring stuff, they'll live with that. He's got to stop that. He's got to clean it up. And, again, I'm not calling for the benching of Zach Wilson. That's not what I'm doing. Again, I think he has the talent. But he's got to be much more careful with the football than he was in this game. Continuing on, the Patriots, again, they hit a field goal uh, pretty late as well. Made it 22-10. to 10. We did end up scoring a touchdown. But that was, that was very late in the football game, and it was already over. This was a winnable game. A very, very winnable game that the New York Jets should have taken. We should have gotten this one. But because of careless play by our quarterback and, and the mistakes as well, all right, that John Franklin Myers roughing the passer call, I thought that he might have gotten there right as, you know, in time to not get the call. But, again, we've seen this before. In this league, they protect quarterbacks. One of the reasons why they said they even called it on him was they felt like when, it, when he did it, Mac Jones had gotten rid of the ball and he was punishing him. He's got to be more careful. And this is not the first time that John Franklin Myers has gotten a roughing the passer call to help extend the opposing team's drives offensively. It's not the first time. We've seen that happen a bunch of times this season. But the quarterback play was bad. Zach Wilson today was bad, and he was, one, he was the biggest reason why we lost this football game, and I'm not going to lie about that. And, again, I love Zach. But you call a spade a spade. He's got to clean things up and get better, and he has all the tools to do it. He has all the tools to do it. He's got the arm. He's got the athletic ability. He's got the mind. Stop looking for the big shots and learn to just live with small stuff until the big things open up. Throwing an interception, especially the way that our defense was playing, our defense is constantly going to keep us in the game. We see it. They're playing unbelievable. Our pass rush is really getting things together. They're moving and shaking out there. We're seeing Carl Lawson perform. We're seeing Quentin Williams perform. We're seeing these guys go out there, Sauce and Reed and all these guys, the way that they're playing. Zach Wilson's got to be better. He's got to be better. Now, keep in mind, Elijah Moore was on the field as well. <laughs> Eliza Moore was on the field, guys. He had no catches. Nothing. When asked about the chemistry between him and Zach Wilson after the game, we saw Eliza Moore be Eliza Moore. He said, you know, I don't know nothing about the chemistry, man. Uh, I don't get the ball. <laughs> so we still see that uh, he still uh, feels the exact same way. Now, as we continue to move forward, though, and we'll be talking about the game as well, we'll be talking about Zach Wilson tonight. Again, 515-602-9639. That was a tough game to watch because we had it right there. It was our time. And Zach just, he didn't play well. But I believe that Zach Wilson can bounce back. I believe that he's going to be able to put things together and we're going to get better, but he's got to put his best foot forward. He's got to clean up the mistakes. 
He cannot be throwing interceptions like that. He just can't. Now, again, there was another move made as well on the Jets roster that was a little little surprising, kind of curious here. Strievler, before the game, all right, was called up from the practice squad, put on the active squad. He's on the active roster. There's a lot of talk that he might have some type of involvement in the offense. And then before the game, Flacco and Strievler are made inactive, and Mike White is pushed into the number two quarterback spot. That started to raise hairs on a lot of people, especially due to the fact that Zach Wilson played so bad. People said, well, Mike White's the number two. Could he be being poised to be the starter in case they want to bench Zach Wilson? When Sulla was asked about that, Sulla responded that they're not looking to bench Zach Wilson at all. Unless he gets injured, that's the only reason they're, they're you know, going to not play him. But they did say they wanted to make sure that Mike White was prepared in case Zach Wilson was injured, that he would definitely be the guy playing. Now, again, earlier in the season, we saw Joe Flacco was the backup. Joe Flacco was the guy that got the starts. Joe Flacco was the guy that they put out there when Zach Wilson was dealing with that meniscus injury. So that's a very interesting move by the New York Jets. We're going to be talking about that as well tonight. 515-602-9639. Again, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We also know that today the trade deadline, all right, said and done here. And there are some moves that have been made. The New York Jets are actually able to make a trade here. They actually traded Jacob Martin and a 2024 fifth rounder to the Denver Broncos for a 2024 fourth rounder. Now, keep in, keep in mind, there's some things going on with his contract. Kind of a small downside for the Jets is that the, he's in the first year of that three-year, $13.5 million contract, all right? I think it's like $6 million guaranteed on that contract, okay? Now, we save a little cap room now, but next year we're going to get hit with a $2.3 million charge for him, which is, you know, it is what it is there. So the Jets were able to make a move for a guy, and I know there was a lot of people that looked at that situation and went, whoa, you know, Jacob Martin, we're moving on from him. But the New York Jets have depth at the defensive line. We all know that. Quentin Williams, Sheldon Rankins, Jermaine Johnson, we'll see what's going on. Hopefully he comes back, you know, is going to be able to play in the next game. Carl Lawson, Bryce Huff, who's, man, Bryce Huff played well yesterday as well, was actually one of the guys that caused an interception that Mac Jones threw. Uh, so there's a lot of guys, Vinnie Curry, Solomon Thomas. We can go on and on and on against, about the guys that we have up front in our defensive line. So this is a move that netted us a you know 2024 fourth-round pick, and I think Joe Douglas is going to take that pick and really try to make some things happen. I know there's a lot of people looking for us to move for an offensive lineman, and that was a legitimate you know thought, but Joe Douglas, to this point, has not done that. Um, they're banking on Fant and Max Mitchell coming back. Uh, a lot of talk about them coming back after the bye from their injuries and then continuing to roll that way. I assume that we're going to address the offensive line position in you know, either free agency or the draft, which is more than likely the draft because I don't think he wants to give up any draft compensation. There were also trades around the league as well. We're going to get to the lines in just a second, 515-602-9639. Again, 515 515- 6029639 is the number. Call in. The Miami Dolphins were able to get Bradley Chubb. 
and a fifth-round pick from the Denver Broncos in exchange for a 2023 first-round pick and a 2024 fourth-round pick and Chase Edmonds. So the Dolphins get Chubb. We got another pass rusher in the building, or we got another pass rusher in the AFC East. It's a big deal here in that building. The Bears also traded uh, – they also uh, made a move for Chase Claypool as well from the Pittsburgh Steelers, gave him a second-round pick. The Vikings also got T.J. Hawkinson. Man, they made a move there, acquired themselves a tight end, gave some picks to the Detroit Lions. The Ravens also made a move as well for uh, Roquan Smith. They got him for a second round and a fifth round pick. So there's a lot of moving and shaking around the league. Cardarius Tony going to the Chiefs as well. A lot of things fleshing out before the trade deadline ended. And I want to know tonight, because there was a lot of talk about Elijah Moore and Denzel Mims being on the move before the trade deadline, and that didn't happen as well. I know that there was a lot of Jets fans that were upset about that. Quite a bit of them that were upset about that. So we're going to get to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number to call in. Again, keep in mind when you call in, make sure your background and your phone's good to go. All right? <laughs> make sure you know your area code. All right? So when I call you, you know what's up. <laughs> again, salute to all the savages in the chat. GM. All right, Dark Soldier, all my guys, Venom, everybody in there. All right. Also, keep in mind, for new callers calling in tonight, I see we have quite a bit of new callers. There's no cursing on my show. Don't call into my show cursing. I'll get you out of here fast. I'm talking fast. All right. Faster than we got Jamal Adams out here. Got that boy out of here fast. I'm so happy we got him out of here. So, we're going to get to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. First caller I'm going to, 315-315. We're coming directly to you. You're looking like a new caller. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts about this loss to the Patriots, man. How are you feeling about the play of Zach Wilson? Hello there. Am I on? Hey, how's it going? Yeah, hey, good. On. First time caller. I just caught you on the YouTube here. And okay, I've, been, okay. I've been really diving into YouTube, and there's a lot of really good shows, and yours is one of them. Oh, thank you so much. I truly appreciate you, my friend. What is your name again? My name is David. Okay, David, it's always good to speak to you. David, listen, the Jets are coming off of a loss to the, uh, the Patriots. Give me your thoughts, man. How do you feel about the way that we played out there? What were your thoughts about Zach Wilson? There's a lot of Jets fans that are just besides themselves about the way that he's been playing. Well, Joe, I got two points. First, the quarterback, and secondly, the defensive mindset. I'll address the quarterback first. The quarterback okay. is unstable. We see his arm. We see he can throw. We see he's good in certain situations when his feet are set right moving forward. But the mm-hmm. quarterback is unstable. Thank God they didn't trade those receivers. They're all highly talented. The only one that hasn't proven anything really is our quarterback. And when I listen to his mm. his um, his uh, pro post game, he was so smug, Joe. He was yeah, aloof, yeah. acting like he didn't owe an explanation, acting like you know it was all the team effort here in this loss. And I'm not really to blame. He should have pointed the finger at his chest and said, "What a disgrace! I can't believe I I played mm. like that. I can't believe I threw the ball so recklessly. I'm sorry, Jet fans. You deserve better. Next time, I'll do better. I'll keep my focus." 
That's how I feel mm-hmm. about that. I feel he's talented, Joe, but he's arrogant. And thank God yeah. they put Mike number two because he's he needs to be challenged. He's walking around like I'm untouchable, and they, and they just played yeah. this guy. Now he's got the talent. You got to stick with him because they got yeah. so much invested. But that can go to his ego and his head, and then he can get into this attitude like, well, maybe I'm just untouchable, and I'm just going to showboat, and I'm going to Hollywood mm-hmm. this thing, and, you know, and I'm going to be reckless until it works out my way because I'm bored and yeah. I'm not running around. Like the showman. That's what I feel, yeah. Joe. How do you and, feel about that? Yeah, and, and but David, I'm telling you, you're bringing some heat right now, and that, that's kind of how I feel as well because even the coaching staff has come out yet again, and this is something that they talked about last season with Zach, about, listen, just make the boring throws. If throwing the ball away is what you need to do or just taking the check down, because, again, there were guys, on those, even on those interceptions, there were guys that were open. They just weren't running deep down the field. There were guys that he could have checked down to, guys that he, he could have gotten the ball out of his hands quickly and allowed them to do their thing, and he passed, he'd pass up on those guys and decide, hey, I'm going to try to make the big play. He said it himself. I'm just trying to go out there, make a play. I, I just want to make something happen. And that's going to be my question for you is, do you think at some point we're going to be able to get him out of playing with this, like, gunslinger type of mode or mentality? Do you think that he'll ever truly settle – within the offense and start taking that boring stuff. And how much of that is on Mike LaFleur to get him into the mode and comfortability to do those things? Well, here it is. I would go back to old school, like a Jimmy Johnson and that type of thinking coach, where I'd sit him down one-on-one and I'd say, listen, this is your last shot with this show, but you're not, you're not Troy Aikman yet. You're not, you're not Dan mm. Marino yet. You're not, Dan, you're, you know, you're not those guys yet. You need to be disciplined. If you're not, we're going to sit you. Because we, mm. we, need, we need to con- – no, it's not that we're, we don't believe in you, but we got to have respect for ourselves as a team. You're hurting those other teammates out there. That's their bread and butter. If you're throwing around the yep. ball recklessly, we start losing. All of a sudden, they might be losing their job because the records aren't good. And then the team's got to make yep. more changes to adjust to those – to that pattern of, of bad playing of football. It affects everybody, Joe. So I'd yeah. them. No, listen. I'd threaten them, and I'd say, and it goes with the coach. Salah's got to stop yelling so much at the refs. Start, start. Now, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but we do know his quarterback was arrogant in that press conference. Where did he get that attitude from? Yeah. That should have been chiseled out a long time ago. Yeah. No, listen, I hear you. So, and, and really quickly, I know you talked about, you know, possibly talk. if you were the coach, you would talk to sit, sit him down and speak with him about sitting him if he doesn't clean it up. So in your mind, would you, if you're the coach, would you put Zach Wilson on a leash? And if so, how many yes. games are you giving him to clean things up before you would decide One. to do I'm giving him the Bills game. Wow. We don't have to wow, win the okay. Bills game, but we got to show up, Joe. We might not okay. beat that okay. team. It's a juggernaut right now. But with the okay. defense is so tight that they can keep the game under uh, in a, at a winnable score, I think, if mm-hmm. the offense is efficient. Controls the ball, doesn't turn it over, gets the running game going. They had to make some adjustments. They lost that good running back. That's tough. So they've got to get the, uh, the Carter going again. But that, that's what they need to do. And secondly, Joe, if I could just make my second point, I, I'm yeah, Salah and the defensive coordinator. I'm saying to my defense, listen, you, we need to, to make a decision here. Are we going to be 
like a very aggressive defense that is risky, taking penalties and just getting the rep out there in the league. And the refs, they talk, you know, they're people. So the Jets, I think, yeah. are getting a rep that they're kind of, you know, stretching the boundaries and the refs are looking more under the cookie jar. I think they need to sit yeah. down and de- decide what kind of defense they're going to be. And if they're going to play by the rules, they need to stop the unnecessary roughness at all costs, even if it costs a sack. Because they're yeah. good enough to make the adjustments, but they need to come to an understanding about how far are they willing to go. So I, I think yeah. there's too much of a lean way of be aggressive, be aggressive, and they're not in that critical half-second moment making that decision, I need to, li- I need to light up, I need to back off. Mm-hmm. So they need to discuss yeah. that, get that defense attitude, because they got the talent. They're monsters out there, man. They can gobble up teams. They can gobble up. Yeah. But they got to back off just a little, not be as aggressive. Trust, trust the secondary. We got the boys back there that can make the plays. So mm-hmm. put the fear in the offense that we're coming for you, but also let the refs know, hey, we're going to play by the rules, so you don't have to look under the cookie jar and throw flags. He's ghost flags. Like that, he, yeah. he was yeah. pulling a fast one, the quarterback, but the refs are going to throw it when they see the quarterback laying down there. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. they need that no, by two points, Joe. Adjust the defense yeah. mindset. Don't be as aggressive, but yet play strong. Mm-hmm. And secondly, you've got to put a leash on this quarterback, let him know you ain't Joe Namath yet. We're not giving you the keys <laughs> to the city. You know? No, listen, I hear you. Now, before I let you go, we got this Bills game coming up. Give me your score prediction, man. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? Well, the game's at home, right? It's at the Met yeah, Life, right? I believe we – Which is basically yeah, believe, a home game for the Bills. <laughs> because they travel well. So I think it's going to be tight. I think the, the the team is really upset they lost that game. That was a winnable game at the Patriots. And I think I think yeah. they're still focused. We saw signs that this team is an up-and-coming team that can bring it, can do it, can win. And I think it's going to be mm-hmm. close. If we don't turn the ball over, we play discipline, get the running game established so that the Bills aren't looking you know, for the, the pass all the time, knowing that the Jets are committed to the run, even if we're behind a touchdown or so. Commit to the run, yeah. play action pass, short, medium range, bomb every so often to keep him honest because he can throw the ball. He can, he can throw 50, 60 yards with some zip. But don't mm-hmm. be reckless. Got it. And I think, yeah. I, here it is, I'm going to say it. Jets 30, Bills 27. Ooh, Jets 30, Bill 20. All right. That's right. My first call in, Joe, I got to say, I got to predict a win, right? (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Listen, David, I got to slide off. I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. All right, my friend? Thank you again for calling in, David. Listen, we're going to keep going to these lines again. 515-602-9639. is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Please keep in mind for all my new callers, when you call in, I can see you're in a queue. I'm absolutely going to get to every single one of y'all, so be patient, okay? Be patient. We'll get to everyone, okay? So, again, 515 is the number. Call in. We're going to – oh, we just lost them. 551-551. I guess we just lost your call back in. I wanted to hear from you. Next, we're going to go to my guy, Rusty. We're going to Rusty, man. I want to hear from Rusty. Listen, Rusty. What's salute up, for those of Joe. you that do not know. <laughs> hold on, man. For those of you that don't yep. know, Rusty. <laughs> Rusty's a straight savage, man. Listen, Rusty. 
There's a lot to talk about, man. All right. New York Jets uh-huh. lose to the Patriots. We saw Zach Wilson go out there and just look really careless with the football through three interceptions, really held us back in this football game. Give me your thoughts about his play in this game, man. How do you feel about him coming out of this Patriots football game? So, salute to Jones, salute to fellow savages. And uh, about, about with, with Zachy Poo, uh, it um, – I'm I'm not happy about it, but then also at the same time he's digressing in in a mm-hmm. bad way. And uh I it's on him and I think it definitely is on the a QB coach. Something has to go with there and something something is going on to the fact that he's not allowed to pass to certain wide receivers. And I noticed it in the past couple of games even more so, especially with mm-hmm. what's going on with Soon to be Jamal 2.0, but uh, it because it, it, when you when you see it, he's running around like a, a chicken with his head cut off. But Menzi is open. You have more that are open, and I've seen it on the last well, not last week obviously because he wasn't there. But with Mims being open, and then even with more being open, there uh, it's there. I, I think they're honestly telling him not to pass it to those two dudes. Uh, I but swear why? to God, and why I don't know. Listen, hold on, Rusty. I, and I hear, I hear your take, but I don't think yeah. it's that they're telling him not to pass it to him because if they didn't want them to even be an option as far as you know producing offensively, they wouldn't even have them on the field. I think it's that Zach but, is missing these guys. I'm being completely honest. We've seen this yeah, multiple I'm, times. I'm, and again, yesterday we saw there were plays when Elijah Moore had a step and was open. He missed them. There were plays when Denzel Mims could have had a touch. If he put there, that ball that he threw to the sidelines of Denzel Mims, where he threw him out of bounds, if he put that out in front of Denzel Mims, that's a touchdown. Easy. Oh, yeah. Denzel Mims had that guy beat. And again, I, I, Denzel, we've had issues with him and stuff like that. Whatever, right? But I love against Mims. the Patriots, if he put yeah he put that ball out in front of Denzel Mims, that's a touchdown. I'm sorry. There's nothing stopping Denzel Mims at that point. So I don't think it's that uh-huh. they're telling him not to throw to guys. I think it's that he's just missing guys. He's missing guys. And that's just what it is. We've got to be honest about this. I don't know, what? Joe, because it's it, – I, I hear you, and I'm with you on that too. But it, it's 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 kind of weird, you know, when, you know, obviously if some guy – people are going to come out and say, you know, uh, you know, I'm not getting targeted and go that whole route and keep it out of house instead of in-house. But, I mean, it, it, it's pretty noticeable, man. Like, it, as soon as they – like, Mims did that in preseason, and they, they literally kept him out of there, and until you couldn't deny him because both him and Shreveller were the god kings of the preseason. And it, 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 it's just keeping on going. There's something that happens. There really is. I, I don't know what it is, but it, it's, A, we have to definitely get a quarterback coach. That's for certain. Because, I mean, like, rest in peace, Snap. It's so sad and bad. It's There's something very, very wrong in that quarterback uh, coaching room. Because he can't even – he's not even doing his check downs to his running backs out. Like, he had Carter. Carter, like, a, what was it, a third and two? Yeah. Uh, all yeah. he had to do was yeah, just dump wow. it. Instead, Judon freaking swats it. You know, like, why even – and, and, and it was right there. It, it's – it, uh, it's it's I, you like you're what, saying too, and like I'm saying too. I don't know. There's something crazy. There's something. 
It's something. It's, it's probably what, all three. Here, it's all things coming together. Who knows? Yeah, here, here's what Bad. I think it is. And, and again, we, we've seen this with Zach before. And, again, I love Zach Wilson. I do. I love the big arm. He's like arm. Sarge and then – yeah, exactly. That, that's the you. problem is that you <laughs> you don't have to be Brett Favre to be successful in this offense. And I think that Zach is so hell-bent with launching the football down the field and doing what he was doing in college, which was the reason that a lot of Jets fans fell in love with him. This, every I like him because of his touch. For the draft and all that stuff. Yeah, we listen, he's got a rocket arm. He can launch the football yeah, down it. the field. Because and it wasn't we, even his long we, we, we ball. It was his exactly, short to intermediate exactly. ones. That's what I liked, and now it, it, it's gone. It, exactly. But but hold on a second. Here in the NFL, you can't do that stuff, all right? You need to, especially in this offense, in this offense, you hit the guys that are open. You hit the guys that are in space. Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, who is trash, was good in this offense. The Niners pushed yeah. and made moves in this exact offense that we're running with Jimmy G. You hit the guys that are open. You get the, get the ball to the guys in space. When it calls for a deep shot, when the defense gives that up, you take it. But trying to constantly force the football down the field when it's not there, I'm sorry, okay? I'm going to call it out just like anybody else. That's what he's doing. You want to know why? Oh, yeah. He did the same thing last year, Rusty, the same thing. The coaching staff came out and literally said publicly, look, we sat him down and told him you need to start making the boring throws because you're killing us trying to do it the other way. Guess what, Rusty? This week, (laughs) Sulla comes out and, and literally almost says the exact same thing. I would like to see Zach just make the boring throw. If it's throwing it out of bounds or throwing it away, do it. But running backwards and Spinning around oh, yeah. Good like God. we saw in Denver, like we saw in this game against the Patriots, getting crazy, trying to throw balls where they don't belong. Not Just make the boring throw, dog. We know he got but, it. We saw it against the Steelers. But you don't have to try to launch the ball downfield because you're missing guys that could get you easy free yardage. Give me your thoughts. That's Brett. the thing, though, too. I'm with you, but that was the thing, too, like on those boring throws. Mims was open, Moore was open, and it, it's weird. And like, especially too, when he, like, when we look, he threw it when I, I think it was Conklin, one of the interceptions. It was just horrible. It was like he was the mm-hmm. he was a poppy seed on a freaking assault bagel, and the salt was all yeah. Patriots. And he threw it like, yeah. how is it not going to get intercepted? Then when you look down and like when they they had the zoom out where you could actually see the field. On mm-hmm. the left and in the middle, there was more and more. Wide open. Just just chilling. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. cool, man. You know, like, hey, what's up, bro? What are you doing? Ah, no, I'm just waiting for a pass. What about you? Yeah, same here. Cool. Because <laughs> it, it's just, yeah. it, it's, it, it's honestly, it seems like, like somebody was like, look, last resort, throw it to Mims or more. And yeah. it's it starting to, it's, I don't know. And it's, and it's something definitely, too, we need a quarterback coach because he can't even do the dink and dunkers. And yeah, I it's yeah it, it, I don't know who it's it's, it's something get get somebody and then they should yeah. be, like if anything put him in timeout bench his ass for a freaking a game sorry but like yeah. throw in the Stresmeister yeah. I don't care at least he, 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 at that. least the guy can take a thumping and you know he sort of seems like Tim Tebow but can actually throw it you know 
Yeah. Honestly, now, I, again, I, but I'm not it, for business acquisitions. Like that. I want to see what he has. I want to no. I, listen, I hear you. I, I'm not for business, yeah. Zach Wilson. I want to see what he's going to bring to the table. And I know the coaching staff has come out and said that they're not going to bench him unless there's an injury. Uh, but I, I need yeah, to I don't want work through this. This is two bad games. Again, Broncos was a bad game. This was a bad game. I want to see him step forward and rebound. Now, continuing on with this discussion, Rusty, because let me tell you something. The offense was spotty, but the defense looked phenomenal. Give me your thoughts about the rough in the pastor call that John Franklin Myers got Aren't you just beside yourself constantly seeing this team make those type of mistakes in critical key points of the game? I wanted to kill him. I wanted to physically reach to the team <laughs> and strangle him again. Uh, it's, they they got to do in-house finding because even, okay, like say you're coming at the, and you can't pull off, like you can't pull the parachute or whatever, you know, the eject button. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just bear hug the dude. You don't have to bring him to the ground. Just bear hug him. That happens all the time. Instead of like shoving him, yeah. you know that he's got the ball away. Freaking pull him into you. Bring him closer. You know, give him a little little dance action just so he knows that you're coming and you're there. So it's in his head clock that he's got to release it, and that will throw him off. So you're not getting a rough in the passer. You're not getting any of yeah. those things. And then if it does go a pick six, suplex his ass. After he already has the catch, so then it's a penalty instead of not an erased touchdown and a ten point swing and uh, yeah, but, it was wild. Yeah, other than it that, was it was awesome. You know, what are your the defense about is the, uh, spectacular. Yeah, our defense played unbelievable well, and that's why it sucked again to watch us lose to the Patriots because Mac Jones was awful. But moving forward, what were your thoughts uh, about the Jacob Martin trade and us getting a fourth rounder from that trade? I love it. That's in 2024, right? So do whatever you got to do. Do whatever you got to do and get to the number one draft pick or close to it so that we can draft Marvin Harrison Jr. as wide receiver and just say, (laughs) see ya. (laughs) It doesn't matter who's throwing the ball. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, that's what I want. I'm cool with it. We have ammo. And then, you know, you have J.D. doing his work. Yeah, he has. He's been doing his thing. Now, my final question before I let you go, Rusty, Give me your thoughts about this upcoming Bills game. Give me your final score prediction. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think the game ends up? I can't do that, but I just hope that uh, the Bills take us lightly because if they do, they're, they're going to get on, kicked Rusty. in the throat. I can't do it. Yeah, Last time that it. I predicted a score was the Bengals, and it didn't turn out too good for us. So I can't do it. Like, I can. It's not easy Everybody being green, Joe, you know. Attention. Pay attention. Rusty is ducking the final score prediction. That's right. True. Oh, I'm jumping out of it like Not that car you, crash. Rusty. I'm ducking. <laughs> Rusty, you have yourself a good <laughs> night, my friend. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? Absolutely. You too, Joe. And, and salute, Savages. Let's go, Jeff. Salute, man. Listen, Rusty going to duck the final score prediction? <laughs> Come on, man. Listen, <laughs> we're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. Again, 515 515- Six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. But before we get back to these callers, salutes Kervin Ledger with the big, 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 big donation, man. <laughs> I want to say salute to Kervin Ledger with the big, 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 big donation, man. <laughs> Mr. Ledger says the blueprint is out. Zach is 15% against pressure. Yes. 
There's a lot of talk about the pressure being brought to him and how when you bring pressure to Zach, you stack the box. He's not very successful against that. And this was some of the same things that we saw last season as well. Some of the same things that we saw last season. Salutes to BK Trainer as well with a big, 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 big donation. I said salute to BK Trainer as well with a big, 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 big donation. BK just dropped it in and said, hey, listen, here's the pair character doing the classic mic drop. You know, he's dropping his mic. He said, uh... <laughs> That call was fire. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, I want to thank everyone for their donations. We'll keep calling them out. Salutes to all the savages in the chat as well. Jay Johnson, Steel Stone, everybody on in here, Venom G's, Val, everybody. All just talking, going back and forth. We'll come to y'all with any questions, any takes you guys got. Again, 515-602-9639. is the number. Call in. All right, when you call in, keep in mind new callers. There's no cursing on my show. I don't allow cursing. I'll get you out of here fast, all right? I'm talking fast. Woo, faster than we got Mike McCagnin out. I am so glad we got Mike McCagnin out of here, boy. Woo, it's a different day and time. So let's get back to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers next. I'm going to go to my guy, BK, man. BK, we're coming directly to you, Steve646. Hold on a second. We're going to BK, man. Salutes to you, BK. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, it's time to talk, BK. We've gone back and forth. A lot of people discussing what's Mm -hmm. going on with Zach Wilson, BK. Listen, man. Yes, sir. How are you feeling about him, bro? How are you feeling about his play? What are your thoughts about what you saw from him against the Patriots? Yeah, man, that was difficult, you know, because – the first half, he, you know, he seemed to be settled in. He made some mm-hmm. plays. And then he went back to this, like, default that he does, you know, like he did it last year. Um, he, he starts to run around, and he does not see the field, and he's trying to play like he's at BYU. And that's difficult to do in the NFL, mm-hmm. you know. He, he, he just did For some reason, he does that. And I think that um, what I wanted to see in the second half is then try to establish the run. Even if it got a little boring, I, I didn't care if it got a little boring. Even if it got predictable, only because the yeah. defense was dictating the game anyway. Our defense, so it, it, the ball needs to be taken out of his hands, so to speak. That's what I'm basically saying. So that way he won't mm-hmm. have those problems because he he goes to lose default where he continues to make mistake after mistake, and it's a spiral, and it looks like ugly football. It just looks ugly. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what we saw, those two interceptions. And yeah. then I, I feel like he starts to press, and you can almost see it in his body language. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. man. I mean, even the first interception that he threw was careless because it was mm-hmm. off his back foot. He was flying, you know, flopping back and just kind of whipped it up there. He's just He's got to learn to be more careful with the football, especially against a team like right. the Patriots. And this was something that we right. talked about on the last show mm-hmm. because I, I, I talked about what we saw in Denver. We saw some of the yes, same sir. things in Denver. Except again, they, they didn't catch the interception. I remember there was a ball that he threw late, super late, over the middle. Mm-hmm. He was scrambling around, running around, threw it real late over the mm-hmm. middle. And I was like, if that's against any other team, especially, again, I was, at the time, I said, if that's against the Patriots, they'll pick that off. You know, they're going to have guys yes, there. Sir. They're going to bracket you. They're going to bring pressure. I said that. And so I mm-hmm. think he's got to get 
He's got to get out of the mindset of I've got to make a play. I've got to force it. I've got to push it because the second you do that, you put the team in a bad position because we saw the Patriots, even though they weren't getting into the end zone, they were kicking field goals. They beat us just kicking yeah, field goals constantly. That's how they did That's it. They right. beat us just kicking field goals because you gave them solid enough field position where that puts our exactly. defense back out there and they've got to fight and stop. And it's like, come on, man, you've got to clean that mm-hmm. up and get that going forward. Yeah. Now, I know we we're talking about Zach Wilson, but, there's another guy that we put out there as well, Elijah Moore. He had zero catches in this game, right? Even after the game, you could hear when they asked him, hey, what's going on with the chemistry between you and Zach? He, doesn't, he said he didn't know. He don't get the ball, so kind of is what it is. There's a lot of talk about him right now. We thought there was a lot of people thinking that he would have got traded before the trade deadline. Are you surprised that he's still here after the trade deadline, him and Mims? But what do you think happens going forward with Elijah Moore? Because he seems to still be hell-bent on getting out of here. Yeah, I don't know, you know, what to say in terms of, like, whether he really he, – he's not leaving, so he got to make the best of his, of, of his time here now. He's going to get the ball. You know, the thing about it, again, Zach doesn't always see the field. That's one. Okay? Mm. Um, we, have, we have difficulty on our offensive line. So with that being said, he's not going to get the ball five, six, seven times in games. You know, you may not see that. You may not see that in this game coming up, up, up this week. So with that being said, I hope he can kind of keep his composure. You know, uh, you know, play his best games. Always be ready because the ball is going to come his way. It's going to come his way because he is a good player. He can beat coverage at times. So the ball is definitely going to come his way. It's just that he has to maintain a focus. Hopefully, whoever in his camp can kind of teach him, like, listen, the ball is going to come your way. You're with the team right now. Put your best thumb out there in case he does get traded in the offseason. He not can go to where he probably want to be. But right now, the best thing he can do is come to work, focus, and just get and try to get make plays when the plays come up because they are going to come. Yeah, yeah. That's that's about all we can do with him right now. I don't know what's going to happen yeah. with him going forward. I hope again everything can get repaired, but. It sounds like from everything that we're hearing that that guy does, does he does not want to be here, and he's very hell bent on on keeping it that yeah, way you know, he, in his mind. He, he, now he need to shift that. They need to they need to shift mm-hmm. that wanting to be here and all that that doesn't even matter. But the, the truth mm-hmm. of the matter is he's very very young. He's a young player, <laughs> and so what you want to do is understand that the football is like is like a fraternity, like. These coaches are on this team now, they got, they got friends and other teams as well. So don't just put your character, put your best character forward. We show up and play and play as best as you can, practice as best as you can. That's all you need to do. We need to rechange his focus. That is hell bent mm-hmm. on them. We interview. We need to stop that. That doesn't help him. You know, you, you, have, you only have yeah. somebody here to play this game, and he's here now. He need to make the best of it. Yeah. What were your thoughts about the New York Jets trading Jacob Martin, man? You know, I, you know, I, I thought they would trade him because the way their rotation is going right now, especially when Jermaine Johnson come back, they don't, they don't necessarily, you know, Jermaine Johnson can fill that role. Uh, you know, they mm-hmm. have a lot of the other good players, Michael Clemens. Um, of course, Williams is a beast right now. Quentin Williams, that is. So yeah, they, yeah. I think that was that was smart. That was very smart. He's, he's always doing um, making power moves. Uh, Joe Douglas, that is. So that was smart. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I applaud that. Yeah. Yeah, it was you know I thought it was a and again you, you talk about Quentin Williams, Bryce Huff is a guy that whoo yeah, ever man. since he's yeah, been yeah, made yeah. active he's a guy that has been providing pressure on pressure yes, on pressure. Yes, yes. Man, so uh, he was involved in in that uh, Mac Jones uh, interception 
He was the guy that put the pressure yes, on was. Mac Jones to make that happen. So exactly. and we've seen him all throughout this season so far really be able to go out there and make plays. Now, mm-hmm. we got an upcoming sure. game against the Bills. We got an upcoming game mm-hmm. against the Bills, BK. What are your yes, keys sir. to victory for us against the Bills? Well, first of all, we got to get our special team in order. Like, it needs to be <laughs> on point this game. <laughs> Okay, that's the first thing. You mean right. you don't? You mean you you, you don't like the uh, Braden Man twenty-two yard punt? You don't enjoy those? You, know, you don't enjoy Zerline missing field goals? That's not cool. You know, you, that, come on, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, live so a little, man. That's come on, have some thing. fun. That's because right, that can't be overcome. Okay, they can't be. It can't. It's just, it's just too hard to overcome with our quarterback right now. So. If they mm-hmm. do that, I mean, they could have some success. So the key will be first the special teams. They need to try to get some, a good return, 20, 30-yard return, 30-plus-yard return. That's also will help them um, to, be, to be successful in winning the game. Outside of that, they have to really play a boring football game early. Now, they're going to have to score over 20 points to win, but early play a very boring football game even if it's predictable it doesn't matter because what you don't what you want to do is you want to be able to be in the game without giving the game away we're making decisions that are difficult for our quarterback to make at this point in his career so just have the have have the game plan where it's very basic very simple early on and then strategically take your shot down the field Mm -hmm. no yeah i mean that, that could be a solid now my final question for you before i let you go Give me your final score prediction, man. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? Well, I'm going to give you the score, I mean, based upon me being optimistic, okay? So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be honest, honest with you. So, I, got, I think we can win the game. I really do. So, I'm a, I think we win the game. I mean, we could lose it too, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the win because uh, I'm a fan and I'm going to be optimistic. So, I'm going to say 27 to probably 24 we get the win. And that's only because I really believe uh, Matt LaFleur is going to put together a good game plan, you know, uh, with, with what he has in terms of the players that's um, on the team, especially if we get Corey Davis back. Okay. So he took the Jets. Let's go. Right. Listen, BK, I got to get to these callers, man. I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good night, all right? You too, man. Peace. All right, peace. Listen, BK calling in. We're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515 515- Six zero two nine six three nine five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next caller I'm going to as well is my guy Colin. We're coming directly to Colin, Steve, D, Venom. Hold on a second. All the new callers. We'll get to you in a second. Salutes to you, Colin. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, Colin, there's been a lot of discussion, man. The Jets dealing with what's going on with Zach Wilson. What are your takes about the interceptions that we saw from Zach against the Patriots? Hey, Joe. Good evening, buddy. Good evening to all the savages out there. All right. Um, Salute. Yeah, you know, it it, it was hard watching that game. Um, It was was the game we had to win. We were home. You know, it was was the Zach Wilson coming out, (laughs) you know. Mm -hmm. It was the game he was going to show everyone that we can win games you know, yeah. with hit with you know with with him winning the games and not the defense and the running game and everything else. Um, yeah. Yes, yeah, so it, it was it was it was brutal. Um, yeah. yeah. If you were so, the coach, but, if you're looking you're looking at Zach Wilson and his performance, 
Are you looking to see him? Would you give? Would you put him on a leash at this point? How many games are you giving him until you're looking to say, look, we got to sit you down, we got to bench you and start Mike, uh, Mike White or Joe Flacco or whatever? What kind of leash would you put him on? No, I'm not. I'm not gonna. First of all, Zach Wilson was not my guy to begin with, but you know, you you have to you have to let the guy develop. Um, you can you can't. <laughs> Put a leash on him and say, "Hey, you have one game, two games to get it right." Um, okay. You know, you, you just you just you just have to play him out to the season. Uh, Fl- mm-hmm. Flacco and Mike White is no 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 better. We're we're not going to win any much more games with them than you're going to win with Zach Wilson. But you know, Zach Zach Wilson just needs to correct a lot of things. He he's doing a lot of things wrong. The New York media, yeah. it, it you know, this is this is it's difficult when you when when Everyone is saying you're the next Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning, and no one is seeing it. You know, and you know this. How old is Zach? What, what is this guy? Twenty-two years old. You know, yeah, twenty-three. Very young. I don't know, I don't know that he's twenty-three, something yeah. like that. Yeah. I mean, very young kid. How, how, how many people at twenty-two, you know, is fully matured and you know, can handle the the type of pressure that you that New York has to offer? Um, yeah. you know, he, he just needs to correct a couple of things. Um, and LeFleur has got to do a better job of, of some mm-hmm. of the play calling as well. You know, don't, you know, we can't, we can't just sit back here and just keep blaming Zach for everything. There's the running game was, was, where was the running game? You know, Justin Fields, they ran for like 200 something yards a week ago and we, mm-hmm. we didn't have have. 50 yards of rushing if we had that much. Um, yeah, I think we had like 50, so, you know, 51 some, yards total. 51 yards total. Yeah. <laughs> the entire game, 51 yeah, so, yards total, Colin. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah, so so Brees Hall gets hurt, and all of a sudden, you know, Michael Fleur forgets that, you know, you still have other guys that can run run the ball as well. Um, mm. And then you well, now you're trying to, like, expose Zach Wilson by having him – make all these plays, like trying to make all these plays to prove a point, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but so was, I, was I he think, really exposing that, him, though, Colin? Because uh, – I'm sorry, but was he really exposing him, uh, though, Colin? Because we saw, right, we watched the game, and we are seeing that there's guys open. He's missing guys like Denzel Mims that are wide open. Easy, easy yeah. check down throws to Michael Carter we saw against the Patriots. He's wide open, and he's yeah. missing him. So I understand you're he, right. The running game could, should have been more more active, right? We, maybe we, we should have tried yeah, to do more yeah. on the ground. But it wasn't happening. We put the ball in Zach's hands. There's guys open. And instead of kind of getting those guys, we're seeing him try to scramble out and launch a football downfield, putting balls where they don't belong. I mean, yeah. doesn't that but, concern you as well, the decision-making? That, that, that's my big thing. It, it does, but like I say, you, you know, you, you you went away from a recipe that was working, right? You were running the ball. You were winning games. Zach Wilson was throwing for less than 200 yards or whatever. Who cares? But you were winning, and you, you, you went away from that recipe of how you were winning when you just saw what the Bears did running the ball. So, I mean, as far as Zach Wilson, you know, like, there was a lot of complaints that Zach Wilson is throwing the ball too hard to guys ten yards down the field, right? Now it looks like he's trying to float the ball, and that's not working for him either. Because um, mm. clearly there were there were some short passes that 
you know, he just kind of just try to like just do a smooth pass. Well, what, what we saw, really though, honestly, either, what so. we saw, what we saw was just bad mechanics, though, Colin. That's what we saw. A lot we of saw yeah, bad a lot. mechanics. Yeah, we saw a lot of bad mechanics. We, that that the first interception he threw was off his back foot. The other one that he threw, yeah. he, he kept it in bounds. That was the inter- that was a bad interception. The one he threw down the field was in a crowd mm-hmm. of Patriots. So I don't think it's like, uh, yeah. you know, I don't think it's well, just, hey, well, he's that, trying to know. It's just bad mechanics and him not necessarily looking and well, he, finding he guys or seeing the full clever field either. either. I think that's his big easel. Yeah, he's got to be a little more clever with his with his decision-making, how he, you know, when, when he yeah. needs to throw the ball away. I mean, it, clearly there were, there were other guys – open that he could have thrown like a shorter pass to and he was trying to force it down the field, you know, mm-hmm. but it, 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 there's something else going on with the Jets. I mean, you you have more on the field and I don't even think you threw one pass to the guy. Like, what's the point? You're telling me that Mike LaFleur, you can't dial up one play, nothing for, for Elijah Moore. So, you know, a reverse, <laughs> not zero Go this Talk. is the guy last year that was your best receiver. I don't care what's yeah. going on in, in you know, behind the scenes. You know, put that shit aside when yeah. you get when you get on the field and, and watch it watch the language. Watch and get, the language. Watch the language. Yep. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yo, sorry, sorry. Yeah, but put okay. put your differences aside and and you know, get everyone involved in the game. You know, the the at the end of the day the the, the goal is to win the game. Not to go out there and have a guy running up and down all day and you spitefully not going to throw the ball to him. I mean, yeah. you're not going to win games like that. You know, that, that's not, that's not good for the locker room. It's not, it's not good period, you know, for morale yeah. or anything. Um, yeah, no, listen, but yeah, I, think, I, you I know, hear you there, Colin. They all got to do a better I job of, of coaching and yeah. Yeah. No, Josh listen, I hear you. A better so, job of his decision making. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're speaking facts. There's, there's, there's things you could have did. Like I said as well, I was surprised that Elijah Moore got zero catches. He, like you said, I, I thought that there could have been something to get the ball, to get the ball in his hands, but it didn't happen. So my final question before I let you go, Colin, because you've been bringing some heat. We got this Bills game coming up. Give me your score prediction, man. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? Forty-seven, ten. Bills. Ooh, I'm just being real, I'm just being realistic at this point. Oh, I mean, yeah, I haven't seen. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness! I, I haven't seen God. anything. I haven't seen anything, Joe, to 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 say right. that the Jets can go beat the Bills. I'm sorry. All right, yeah. all right. I, no, listen, yeah. listen, Colin. I, I wanna, <laughs> I wanna thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good night, man. Listen, Colin, calling. You said forty-seven ten Bills. Woo. 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is number. Call in, but before we get to these callers, salutes to my guy, Corey Washington, with the big, 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 big donation. Again, I want to thank Corey Washington with the big, 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 big donation. Corey says, in reality, I wish Zach Wilson was playing better and he could have epic battles with Josh Allen. Even if we lose, I want to see hard-fought, respectable QB play in him. Wide receivers are open, and he's missing him. You know, 
Mr. Washington speaking his mind. Salute with the big donation again, man. Thank you. <laughs> Savages are talking. All right. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Please, wherever you're watching me from, give the video a thumbs up. Give the stream a thumbs up. Also, subscribe if you haven't subscribed. Hit that notification bell. Share the stream across your social media with your friends and your family, all right? And, again, when you call in, please be patient. We're going to get to everybody. we got callers, baby, all right? We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. Next, we're going to my guy, D. We're going directly to D. Steve Venom Newark, we're coming to you in a second. D, salutes to you. I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, D, <laughs> we've been talking all night about this Jets loss to the Patriots, man. What are your thoughts, man? How are you feeling about Zach Wilson? Is he a guy that, to, in your mind, is on a leash at this point? You know, would you want to see Zach Wilson get benched? You know, and if so, how many games are you giving him to step up until you think he should possibly be seeing that bench? He definitely should be seeing that bench, but it ain't going to happen. What's up, Joe? What's going on, man? So how many games are you giving him? If you're the New York Jets head coach, how many games are you giving him to step up and clean things up before he's seeing that bench. If he have another game like he did the other day, uh, as soon as possible. I didn't know. Mm. I didn't know Mark Sanchez snuck back in the in the locker room and and, and, and just took over because <laughs> this guy is playing like Mark Sanchez. <laughs> nope. I, Listen, I, I, I don't. And know, I want to be. Clear. I don't know who. Yeah. Go ahead. I want to be clear. I don't, I don't want to see Zach Wilson benched at all, but I know that there's a lot of people in the fan base that are screaming for it right now, that are screaming for him to be benched. I don't think he should be benched. I think he should be allowed to go on out there and continue to push and continue to fight. And this is year two, and we need to figure out everything possible about this guy. So we need to figure things out, but he has to be allowed to go out there and play. And, again, the coaching staff has come out and said that they're not going to bench him unless and it's not a bench, but the only time he's not going to be, able to be on the field is unless he's injured. That's the only time he's not going to see the field. But there's a lot of Jets fans calling for him to be benched, you know. So, again, go ahead. Give, give me your thoughts, man, because, again, he was careless with the football. We saw three interceptions. I mean, give us your take on it. Yo, the only difference is, can you imagine, just imagine this. He wasn't playing good when the offensive line was was healthy. Oof, he yeah. wasn't. He, I haven't seen a real complete game out of him. He's doing the same thing. He's still throwing off his back foot. It, it's killing me. It's killing yeah. me, and he can't see the field. I never wanted him in the first place. I wanted Justin Fields to begin with. I did not want this guy. And now Ooh. I'm seeing exactly exactly what I knew he would be. He's a bum. Oh He's a bum. <laughs> Come on, D- I listen, D- I, I hear D, listen, I hear you, and, I, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the guy. I'm not gonna look. Zach Wilson's made his mistakes, but we've also seen flashes of greatness from this guy, right? Look, go back and watch that Steelers fourth quarter. That wasn't magical. That was magical. He won us that game single. He won us that game single handed. All right, and up until you know this point, we were undefeated with this guy. All right, we had a strong running game. Things aren't working. Now, I know he's had two bad games, the Broncos game, the Patriots game, but I believe that he can bounce back, D. I believe he can bounce back. I know you call him a bum. I get it. But he's got to clean things up. 
And I will absolutely agree on that with you. Now, moving forward, all right, now we made a trade here. Jacob Martin for a fourth rounder, or Jacob Martin and a fifth rounder for a fourth rounder. What are your thoughts about that move? I mean, I I, I wish it was a, a 2023 uh, fourth round draft pick. We got to wait two years for that pick. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, it was but, smart. I mean, we got we got enough defensive ends as it is. That uh, that move no. won't hurt us. Yeah. That that move no, won't hurt us at all. I just I just feel like Miami getting Bradley Chubb just yeah. just. <laughs> Just pushed us further back in the division, especially yeah. with this offensive line we got. Yeah, and that—that's what a lot of people were saying as well. And I—I I spoke about that earlier. A lot of people were saying, "Okay, yeah, trading Jacob Martin was great," but they were looking to see us make a move for an offensive lineman. And Joe Douglas didn't do that. They're waiting on Fant and Max Mitchell to come back, and that's supposedly supposed to be after the buy. So we'll see what happens going forward with those guys. But that's what I'm thinking. And, again, I know people are saying it's a 2024, but you can use that capital to trade, right, match with the capital that we have in the upcoming draft to trade and possibly make a move. We've seen Joe Douglas package those late-round picks to move up. That's how we got Elijah Vera Tucker. So I understand, all right, but I I think we'll be okay. Now, my final question for you, D, because you're cooking right now. we got these bills coming up, man. Do you think Zach Wilson will be able to bounce back against the Bills? 551, I'll see you. We'll come to you in a second. Do you think that Zach Wilson will be able to clean things up, okay, against these Bills and put out a better performance than we saw against the Patriots? Uh, If I'm going to be honest, no. And guess who's coming back for their defense? The other starting cornerback will be back this week. I don't know know what LaFleur is doing with Moore. But it's hurting us now because he's wasting talent. We're the only team went out in the off season. We got two tight ends. One of them ain't doing nothing, absolutely nothing. It just I don't see it, man. He's gonna be under pressure all day. They're gonna damn to throw the ball. They're gonna go man to man all day long, and they're gonna blitz him mm-hmm. out the stadium. That's what they're gonna do. Yeah, yeah. That's what no, they're gonna listen, do. I hear you. I hear you. That that's the that's the uh, that's the game plan. That was the game plan last season. Give me completely. Yep. That was literally the game plan. Stack the box and everything at, at uh, Zach Wilson, and let them figure it out. And teams were successful. Yep. We saw the Panthers do it. We saw the Broncos do it. We saw saw the Patriots do it. That's how you got that jacked up PCL. They did that last year. Everybody did that. All right. But yep. hopefully things will be cleaned up. Now before I let you go, D, give me your score prediction for the upcoming game against the Bills. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? Uh, I think our defense is going to be on the field all day long until they get tired. I I think they'll stop them. I think they'll stop them a few times, but the offense will be doing the flawless offense again and get no points. I see it 35-10. to 10. Bill. 35-10, Jeff? Oh, my God. 35-10, Bill. Right. Listen, D, I got to slide off, man. I want to thank you for calling in. Whew. Yeah. All right. We'll keep getting to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine is number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Please, when you call in, our new new callers are here. Please be patient. We'll get to everybody. All right. We got to keep rolling. Keep going. We got callers. The lines are hot. Next, we're going to five five one. 
551, you're looking like a new caller. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts about Zach Wilson. Hey, Joe. It's uh, Rich from Jersey City. How you doing? Oh, what's going on, Rich? It's good to speak to you, my friend. Thank you for calling in. Listen, Zach Wilson looked uh, rough against these Patriots. Uh, <laughs> what are your thoughts about yeah, his, 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 the interceptions, and do you think he'll be able to bounce back from this? Yeah, I mean, you, you would hope that he could bounce back. You know, you know, part part of the the struggles that I think we're seeing here is uh, sometimes as a coach, you got to you got to understand your players' limitations, and we're not doing yeah. them any favors, right? You, you got to scheme more. You know, the the guy's he's way too talented, and I'd be frustrated if I was in his position as well. Not a fan of the way he went about things, but again, you know, you you have these playmakers, and it at times it seems like our coaching staff is just stubborn. You know, they're stuck in, in in their philosophies and in today's you know sports philosophy you, you, you got to kind of bend a little bit with the player you know we're dealing mm-hmm. with a different type of athlete nowadays you know yeah and i know again Lodge Moore as well we're seeing that too where he's out on the field and again we're missing Corey davis and you would think that he would get a lot of catches i know we're coming off of him we're cutting a trade he got nothing and they didn't even find a yeah. way to kind of get the football in his hands no no nothing and it's just Kind of surprising there. I'm hoping that things get cleaned up there, but I was kind of shocked. I mean, at this point, I know the coaching staff came out and said they were never going to trade him. He's always going to be a Jet, but are you surprised that him and Denzel Mims are still here after the trade deadline? Because, I mean, both of those guys seem pretty dead on about wanting to get out of the Jets, you know, facility, not being a Jet anymore. Yeah, you know, I'm surprised too, but, you know, it's tough, right? If, if you're Douglas, are you taking anything less than a second? For more and does more even warrant the second in today's NFL with almost zero stats right for the year? So exactly that, that's exactly. what that you know that's what he's up against and you know it's it's just tough. If I'm in Douglas's position, I, I can't let that guy go. He's he's super talented. You, you got to have a sit down with Salah and, uh, and 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 Michael Ford too. He's not making it easy for this offense, right? You see it around the league. You got Fields, you got Lawrence. They're all making quick reads. Not enough to say that Lawrence is any better than, than Zach Wilson right now. They're both struggling. But, you know, where are the quick, fast reads? The one, two, at the most, three-step drop. Get that ball out of your hands, first or second read, and that's it. We're not scheming anything open mm-hmm. for this guy. Everything is a long pass play, and it's tough for him. Mm-hmm. And we have to understand that, you know. As, as the coaching staff has to get, get this guy in, you know, in check and, and just simplify that playbook a bit for him. Well, I think, I mean, if you watch that Patriots game, there were guys that were open, especially there were guys on easy check downs that Zach could have hit. I think that Zach focuses far too much on launching the football downfield, especially when he, yeah. I mean, that, that one of the interceptions that he threw, he literally just escaped the pocket. There was no one chasing him. He escaped the pocket. The guy started coming after he escaped the pocket for whatever reason, and then he just tried to make something happen. He's forcing balls where they don't belong. If uh, There's a play where yeah, if yeah. he would have hit Denzel Mims, he was open. Denzel Mims is open. He throws him out of bounds. There's other plays as well where we see Michael Carter open, easy, check down. He mm-hmm. could have had a first. He, he decides to go elsewhere. His decision-making, and I love Zach Wilson, but his decision-making has got to step up, and he's got to stop trying to be the rocket football guy. He's got to stop being that gunslinger mentality guy and take the easy stuff. We saw that last season where there was easy stuff that he would not take and it would cost us. And we're starting to see him do that again. He starts to push, especially when we get down. He Mm -hmm. starts to press and feel like he's got to be a hero. He doesn't need to do that. He does not need to do that. And I think that's the biggest issue for us with him going forward. Now, 
My final question for you, uh, Rich, because you've been bringing some heat. We got these bills around the corner. What are your three keys to victory against them? Uh, you got to you got to run that ball, right? So you got to have a heavy dose of two running backs. We we got to stop with this, you know, one running back, uh, you know, um, offensive philosophy. Get the two backs out there. Get the screen game going. You have these guys mm-hmm. screaming in on blitzes. You you can capitalize on that. And I'm actually predicting the Jets will probably win this game because it's the most Jets thing Ooh. to do is to lose this package okay. and somehow beat the Bills. <laughs> give, me, give me your final score prediction, Rich. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think the game ends up? <laughs> Let's go in a shocker. 21-18, Jets. Ooh, 21-18. Listen, Rich, I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? You got it, Joe. I just want to say one thing real quick. Thank you. I found you during the pandemic, and you're you're one of the best oh. Jets shows on YouTube. And you get, you 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 definitely deserve more love, man. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support, my friend. You got it. Take care. All right, have a good one. Listen, we're gonna keep getting to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine is number. Call in. All right, we're getting we got to move through. You know what I'm saying? We got questions we got to ask. So. You know, be prepared. 603-603, I'm coming directly to you, all right? You're looking like a new caller. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts about this situation here with Elijah Moore. How are you feeling about him having nothing against the Patriots and not being traded before the trade deadline? Hey, Joe. Love the show. Uh, Long-time listener, first-time caller. My name is Gil, calling from New Hampshire here. Um, Love the Jets. Love Elijah Moore. Um, mm-hmm. You're welcome, man. You, you, I love the content. I'm always starving for content, and so the YouTube uh, Jets YouTube community. You're one of the uh, one of the better guys out there, and I love your show. I love your content. Thank you. Thank as you. far as your question, give me give me yeah, your thoughts about welcome, Elijah brother. Moore, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, Elijah Moore, I, I feel I, I don't think there's any other way you can look at it. He's selfish. You know what I mean? It's a team game. There are 22 guys out there, 11 on offense. It's a team sport. And uh, I don't know if he's been talking to A.J. Brown or whatever, his buddy, but he hasn't produced. A.J. Brown has produced. Elijah hasn't done anything. And so this diva attitude that he has, I know he thinks he's good. I know he is good. He's talented and everything like that. But uh, you got to wait your turn, bro. You know what I mean? You, you can't just um, – he's on a rookie contract for four years, and I know he wants to get yeah. that big first contract. He wants to put his stats up to get a second contract. And without the ball, you can't do much. But at the same time, um, he hasn't done anything yet. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't understand. He, he's not working from a position of power. So hopefully now, yeah. I think that the trade deadline's passed. He can't be moved. There's nothing, you know, he has to either play or, or not. I mean, there's really nothing he can do. He can't be traded now. So I, I kind of think that's that's over. Before you hang up on me, I just want to, I know I know we're beating a dead horse, Zach, but this is going to be the conversation. No, right? He's ahead. our quarterback. All right. Yeah. So Zach reminds, I, I love the Jets, right? I want to like Zach. I want I want him to succeed more than it, – it, it almost brings me to tears how much I want him to succeed. You can imagine, right? I want him to be yeah. elite and top of quarterback. I do. But I really haven't seen anything – you know, he has an amazing arm. The ball comes out like a missile. It, it is amazing. He does have a wonderful arm. It is fun to watch. He, he can throw the ball a mile. He throws the ball hard. I mean, that spiral, those tight spirals he throws are beautiful. They are. But you know who he reminds me of? He reminds me of those guys that you watch on YouTube that can dunk, right? They do all these highlight films. They jump out the gym. Yep. They have these crazy 150 dunks, dunking their legs. 
Mm-hmm. Then you put them in a the game and they can't play. Can't hit a jump shot. They can't pass the ball. Don't so pass the ball. They don't understand angles. They can't play defense. You know what I mean? And and that's what Zach reminds me of. Like his pro day, all those fancy throws, you're like, damn, look at this guy. You're like, he's going left, throwing right. He can throw some other hash marks. You're like, he looks so wonderful. Then you put him in the game, you're like, what the going on with this dude? He can't play football. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, I, I hear you, Gil. You know, I, look, I, I just think that I, I think that Zach, again, like you said as well, and you had a lot of great takes, he, he has the talent. We see it. The arm, he's just, his decision-making has got to get better. You can't keep pressing and oh, putting the team in bad situations, throwing interceptions. You, you just throw the ball. Dude, make the boring play. That, 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 that's the right. simple thing. Just make the boring play. Please stop trying to play hero the, ball. Dude, he's got to clean it up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, guys I are wide open. It's very frustrating. I didn't go elsewhere, so yeah. I mean, it is what it is there. But listen, Gil, before I let you go, because you've been bringing some heat, man. Again, we got a lot of callers. Give me your final score prediction for this upcoming game against the Bills. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? Man, as much as I want the Jets to win, the Bills are going to beat us up, bro. <laughs> Oh, the Bills are the truth. I'm not going to lie. I hate to admit it, but the Bills are the truth. We're going to get beat up. I don't, I don't know what the score is going to be, but they're going to beat us by at least two touchdowns. Give us a, give, give me something, Gil. Give me some type of score here. Don't duck the score. I, don't I think, duck the score. I think, we can score, I think we can score about 10 on them, but they're, they're going to be in the 20s or 30s. We're not going to score more than 10 or 15. All right. That defense uh, 20, is 20, okay, let's He's saying 10 to 30 bills. I'll take it. Oh, man. <laughs> Listen, Gil, I got to slide off, man. I want to thank you for calling. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. And, again, I want to thank, thank you for your all your support, man. Thank you, Joe. Take care. All right. You have a good one. <laughs> that basketball analogy was a good one. I know a lot of guys like that. For those of you that don't know, I actually grew up playing basketball, like real basketball. And I knew a lot of guys like that. They could dunk. They could do everything. Couldn't hit a jump shot and could play a lick of damn defense. Jeez Louise. I remember watching a guy. You asked him to play defense. It was like, ole. <laughs> he was terrible different. <laughs> that guy was awful. We're getting back to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. The number to the show, call in. We're taking callers. We're going to everybody. Learn how to play defense. That's all I'm going to say. Next, we're going to go to my guy, Venom. Venom, we're coming directly to you, Steve, Newark, Rashawn. Other caller, we're coming to you in a second. Salute to you, Venom. For those of you that do not know, that boy Venom, he's a savage. Venom, you already know what time it is. Zach Wilson. Playing like uh, trash. Not playing very well against the Patriots. Three interceptions. Very careless with the football. Give me your thoughts about Zach Wilson, man. How'd you feel about his? Uh, how'd you feel about his performance against the Patriots? Yeah. Oh man, seeing it, it was it was horrible, man. This this guy his. Making a lot of mistakes, like all the callers say, he missed wide open receivers. He runs out the pocket before the before the line is even collapsing. He just runs out. There's wide, there's running backs. Ty Johnson's in front of him. He don't ditch it off to him. He has a play. His number a number of receivers, and I don't think the I don't think Elijah is more is upset with. I think it's more him and Zach. 
And I don't think mm-hmm. it's offense, man. You remember last year when Zach was playing the first four games, this offense looked horrible. We were like, yo, what is this trash we're watching? You put Mike White in, and we see a whole different offense. And I think it's Zach not knowing how to play football. And I read a, I read a, um, even I saw it on and on um, Monday with Ryan Fitzpatrick saying they're coddling him. They're not letting him learn how to play football. He has to understand how to process, and he doesn't know how to process yet. So he's mm-hmm. before the, the line is collapsing, he's running, and that cuts off half of your field. If you're running to the right, you can't make the awesome plays and throw it all the way to the left side of the field. So you only have that tunnel vision to that right side. So you're cutting off half the field, half your place, half everything. And Zach isn't understanding that. His thing is, oh, I'm trying to get make something happen. And and the mm-hmm. thing is, we've been second and in, in, in two, third and two, and he doesn't even run forward. He runs backwards. It's if you're going to run, at least go for the first <laughs> down. At least do that. Don't run backwards and and, you, you know, it's like he's Allen Iverson. You can shake anybody out, but, damn, go try to get a first down, bro. Do something. Oh, man. You know? Hit him. I, so I, I, I think – And I love that. And you, but watching him run you know, backwards is driving me insane. It's driving me yo, insane. Joe. When I watch him take off and run backwards sometimes, and then he spins around. He did He did it against Denver, yeah. and it drove me crazy. Yeah. He did the same thing against the Patriots. It drives me nuts. Go ahead. Finish your take there. Joe, Joe, oh. just imagine me and you going nuts. Go out. We chilling. We hang out. We everything. We boys. We hanging out. We go throw the ball around to each other. I hang, I hold, I hang out the whole season with you. Yo, let's lock in. So this year when we get on the field, we're going to show these boys what we got. And then when we get on yeah. the field, we, I'm like, yo, bro, we we did this before. We did this all summer. What's up? You know, and that is, I, I think is Zach. So I would I would go back to the to the after the game, like, yo, bro, what's what's, what's going on? You don't see me? I'm open. Even if I'm not open, you know, we know what we practice, bro. Yeah. The NFL, we I I just need to stretch out, get the ball. So I think his frustration yeah. is with Zach and and Mike Lafleur. His his play calling. It doesn't utilize these players' skills because we wouldn't see these top dogs being on the bench this long. We wouldn't see Elijah not getting the ball this long. If you put Elijah in any other system, like Philly, they got the little Smith dude catching all these plays and making people look crazy. Elijah's just that version of him where he's not getting the opportunity. So I understand this this frustration, bro. So there's a lot of things in the (laughs) midst. Yeah. No, listen, Venom, I hear you. And you're bringing some fire. Listen, uh, my, my final question for you, we got these bills coming up, man, and, and they're mm-hmm. a good football team. Uh, give me, you know, do you think that Zach Wilson will be able to bounce back against them and have a better game? And then give me your final score prediction, man. Yo, every time we play the bills, they don't smack us. They, we hang in there. I think it's going to be an even battle in that, you know, last year they beat us 13 to 19, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. so I I don't think it's going to be that demolishment that everybody thinks about. But I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's probably going to be twenty eight to twenty one Buffalo. I think they're going to beat us, but Ooh. we're going to hang in there. 
Okay. No, listen. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Just 2821, you know. It is what it is. You didn't pick the Jets, but I respect that. I respect that. Listen, Vince, yep. I want to thank you for calling in, man. I got a slide off. Joe, Joe, call I got one Next question. I, I got now. one question. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Go ahead. Um, what do you think about us now making a move for all these players? You know, the Quins, the any yeah. any defensive player where we could have that yeah. went for a fifth, went for a fourth, went for a second. Mm-hmm. Why don't you think yeah. we didn't make a move for one of these players? Yeah, my my whole thing is uh, and and I'll let you go after this. And again, this is a great question. Um, my thing is, I think that Joe Douglas is focused on. I mean, we we got enough pass rush up front, right? Our our pass rush and yeah. our front line is stacked to the gills, right? Our our secondary, our defense is good. If anything, I would have wanted us to see. I would have wanted to see us trade for an offensive lineman. If anything, if we were going to trade for something, it'd be something to help us along the offensive line. And that was pretty much it. And I just don't think that Joe Douglas was in the mood to do that. I don't think he's in the mode to do it. I think he looks at the draft as something that he can utilize to fill positions and maybe even free agency, but we all know he loves his draft. And you look at a lot of the guys that we got, right, the stars of this football team, guys he drafted, right? Sauce is the guy that's putting in work, drafted him. Garrett Wilson, who had six catches for 115 yards, he's one of the bright spots yesterday, we drafted him, right? He's got the upcoming passer. Jermaine Johnson's coming back. You know, at some point he's going to – you know, get really get rolling. If he turns out to be, we hope he, he drafted him too. So I think that Joe Douglas looked yep. at the drafted. This is what I'm going to utilize. So and even Elijah Vera Tucker, guy moving around. Guess who drafted him? Joe Douglas. So I think yep. he looks at the draft <laughs> and everything as something that, that we're going to use. I, I know people are laughing, but Max Mitchell, Fant, they'll be coming back soon. So I think that that's what he's looking to do. So Venom, I got to get to the rest of these yeah, callers, man. I want to thank you for calling in, bro. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. All right. No problem. No problem, bro. All right, you have a good one. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Steve. Newark, Rashawn, other caller will come to you in a second. Steve, salutes to you. All right, I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, Steve, I hope everything's good with your phone this week, man. We want to hear from you. Give me your thoughts about Zach Wilson, my friend. How are you feeling about his performance? Hey, Joe. Well, first off, thank you again for having me on your show. You know, listen, I I had a lot of confidence going into the game on Sunday against New England. I thought at first that maybe this would be finally the time that we could finally beat the Patriots in a regular season game for the first time Mm -hmm. since 2015. Everything was looking so good for the Jets in the beginning of the game. But then after when Zach threw his first pick and John Franklin Myers was called for that roughing the passer penalty, and yep. it's even like you can't, you can't even touch the quarterback anymore. Mm-hmm. That's just the thing about the NFL that's just not so fun anymore. Like, you can't even touch the quarterback. And honestly, I really wish that the referees did pick up that, that, that roughing the passer penalty. I'm going to be honest, I thought it was a bad penalty. And apparently yeah. uh, this was, it was announced on Twitter that the, uh, yesterday that the referees made a mistake with that call. They apparently mm. announced that that mistake was a call, and they apologized to the Jets organization for that call. And honestly mm. – Well, I know, I know it, that it really uh, Mike, Pereira, Mike Pereira had come out. Yeah, I know that Mike Pereira had come out and said that he uh, – 
he needed to, uh, or that he thought that the call was right because it looked like John Franklin Myers was looking to punish the quarterback for getting the ball away. So I hear that, and I, 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 if they apologize, and, and that that's wonderful, but that doesn't help us now. <laughs> you know, you need yeah, to make the right call, but we'll blow. Yeah, and that and that's not the only. You know, that call. I was like, all right, you know, we've seen that again before from John Franklin Myers and guys like, but that call against C.J. Mosley for the helmet to helmet on Mac Jones. That was the one that took me out of my seat because Matt Jones was a runner at that point, and he was the guy that initiated that type of contact with, dro- con- uh, contact with dropping his head and his shoulder into C.J. Mosley. I could not believe they caught that on C.J. Mosley, but like you said as well, Steve, those refs, they, there were some questionable calls there. Now, Steve, Elijah Moore is clearly you know, a guy that, is not interested in being a New York Jet. Are you surprised that we didn't move him or Denzel Mims before the trade deadline? I got to be very honest. Like, I was, a little, I was a little more shocked that we didn't move Denzel Mims. I knew Elijah Moore was staying. I, I knew he was mm-hmm. going to be staying no matter, no matter what happened with the whole thing with this. But, but you know, but, but it's, just, it's just that, Joe, you know, listen, I'm going to just now talk about Zach for a second. You know, listen. I I love Zach, and I don't think he should be. be I don't think he should be benched, but he needs mm-hmm. to do better. Like for like for future games that we have coming up this season. Listen, if yeah. we want to make the playoffs, Zach Wilson cannot make these dumb mistakes. Like no, these no. mistakes have to end. No more playing hero ball. You got to do the boring calls. Do the boring calls. Like, listen, yeah. I give Robert Sala and the coach that, coaching staff credit for talking to Zach after the game and telling him that this needs to stop. Because yeah. if this is going to continue like this, Joe, we're going to lose games in the future against teams that we should beat. Listen, I, I agree. This game against the Patriots was a winnable game. And the Jets mm-hmm. were doing everything right in this game. But the reason why we lost, was because of Zach. Zach That's was the main That's reason a... why why we yeah. lost this game on Sunday to New England. And listen, yeah. Mac Jones, I'm going to yeah. say this, play a good game either. Mac Jones did not play well in this game either. Like honestly, yeah. uh, like honestly, it, it's just it's just Joe. We got we can't have Zach do these things in the future for us because he is the future oh. of our franchise. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're talking absolute facts there, Steve. He's got to clean it up, and we've got to, he's got to play better. Now, my final question for you, Steve, give me your final score prediction. Bills, Jets, we got this game coming up. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? So, okay, Joe, here is my thing about going into this last game. It's our final game before the bye. You know, Joe, mm-hmm. I sent this tweet out just yesterday morning about this, yesterday, Monday morning here. I said this, when, the, when I saw the Jets schedule come out and when I made my record prediction earlier in the season, I predicted mm-hmm. the Jets to be four and five, four wins, five losses after the bye. Well, guess mm-hmm. what? The good news is, is that we will be over 500 no matter what happens after this game against Buffalo on Sunday going into the bye. And for the Jets to be over 500, that's a win, Okay. I will say this yeah. now that that is a W for us to be over okay, so five hundred. What is what is your score now, prediction for the game against the Bills? But one one last thing, Joe, I'll say before I give my score mm-hmm. prediction for the game against the Bills. 
One thing I'm mm-hmm. going to be looking forward to to this game on Sunday is Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed versus Gabriel Davis and Stephon Diggs. That's going to yeah, be something be to quite watch on Sunday. So my yeah. final score prediction is, Joe, you know, I want the Jets to win and be 6-3. and three. It's just, Joe, Buffalo is just so good right now where they're at right now. And, you know, they're the, they're the AFC favorite right now to go to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. My final score prediction is, Joe, I'm going to have to give this win to Buffalo. I'm going to say 27-16 Buffalo. Oh, my God. He, he took the middle, man. Oh, man. Steve, salute to Steve. Again, I want to thank you for calling in. I think we just lost him. We'll keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. We're taking all callers. We're getting a little short on time, so give us your takes. Next, we're going to my guy, Newark. Rashawn, the other caller as well. We're coming to the second Salutes, Newark. I want to thank you for calling in, my friend. Hey, yeah, been what's good, my guy? I've been away for two Talk weeks, on. baby, and I want all the smoke. Let's I want go. all the smoke, Listen. man. I'm going to start off with Buffalo Listen. right now. I'm sick of all these crybaby Jet fans talking about we're going to get shellac. I'm sick and tired of all these bloggers talking about we're going to get shellac. I'm sick and tired mm-hmm. of ESPN talking about we get shellac. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Real Jet fans know one thing, my man. We win games we ain't supposed to win. We lose games we supposed to win. We're going to beat Buffalo 27-24. Greg the leg. Okay. Let's get it. Now, on the keys of victory. Keys of victory. Now, before I say anything, my brother, before I say anything, every time I come on the show, we win. Every time I come on the show, we win. 3-0. Brick City Jeff ain't going to be 3-0, baby. Greg the leg, fourth quarter. Because mm-hmm. Buffalo's going to sleep on us. They're going to listen. Oh, they're gonna, we're going to blow them out. They're going to walk in the mid line. And the fans deserve a win. We haven't been good at yeah. home. We haven't. Yeah. Zach needs to All get right. his head together. Zach needs to get his yeah. head together. Because, yeah, losing to the Pats kicked me off beyond belief. Because when you play the yeah. Patriots, it's not only you have to beat the Patriots, you have to beat the referees as well. We all know this for 20-plus years. There's no secret. There's no secret. There's no secret. I've been saying since the beginning of the season, we're going to split with the Pats. You know what? We lost at home. It is what it is. We're moving on to Buffalo. But we're going to beat Buffalo. We're going to ride that momentum in New England, Mm. and we're going to smack New England. I guarantee you, Joe Namath, hashtag that. All right. Listen, I want to thank you for calling in, Newark. I want to thank you for calling in, man. This was phenomenal call. Hey, you brother, a good you know, night. Hey, hey, brother, you too, man. We win. Definitely Victory Tuesday. I'm going to be acting on here again, but guarantee that. <laughs> You'll be safe, my man. Same to you. You have a good one. Listen. <laughs> Newark calling in with some fire. I ain't going to lie to you. He gave us some takes right there. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515 Six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. We're getting short on time, so we're getting to everybody as fast as possible. Next, we're going to Rashad. Rashad, salutes to you. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, my friend, we've been talking all night. Jack Wilson, a lot of issues, right? We got the Bills game coming up. Give me your keys to victory for the New York Jets against the Bills, and do you think Zach Wilson will be able to bounce back and take a step forward, man? Probably not. <laughs> I don't, I don't see it. Um, yeah. 
So what do you, I mean, what do you think happens, man? Do you think we'll be able to 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 protect Zach Wilson against the uh, Bills' pass rush? Well, the uh no, I mean I don't see it because the O line's banged up and this is probably one of the better defensive lines if they, you know, they dodged a bullet with the Steelers. They didn't have PJ Watt. Um, mm-hmm. Green Green Bay is just like a two man show. Um, last week the Patriots just have Judon. That's like the only really threatening one. This team has multiple. Uh, Juan Miller and Rousseau, excellent pass rushers on coming from both sides. So that's gonna be a lot harder now. Yeah, no, let's yeah. not hear you. So, mm-hmm. for, for you, when you look at this situation, I mean, what is your final score prediction? Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? Probably like twenty-seven sixteen. I think someone said this before. Mm-hmm. I could see twenty. Well, twenty-seven yeah. sixteen who? Bills. Oh, twenty-seven sixteen Bills. Oh wow, that's that's quite. A <laughs> He's taking the Bills. That's who Rashawn's taking, man. Listen, I hear you. I hear you. So you don't think the Zach Wilson bounce back? You think you'll see him go out there and do the exact same stuff, huh? Yeah, it's gonna be hard to fix his flaws. One is when he escapes, right? He's not like he doesn't have a plan. I think he's freestyling too much. Um, mm, that's yeah. the thing. That's like that's like well, you're a basketball guy. That's like uh, if you cross someone over um, and you make them drop, right? But then you miss the jumper. Mm-hmm. So does that really <laughs> like that? <laughs> yep, that's a good analogy too. You drop a guy and then you don't get the bucket. Well, nice move, but that didn't really do anything. No, listen, I hear you, Rashawn. I hear you. He's got to yeah, clean things up. But we got I, I got to get back to Yeah, I got to get back to the rest of these lines, man. Listen, I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good one, all right? Yep, you too. Take care. All right. Listen, Rashawn, I'm calling in with some fire. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Man, these basketball analogies are flying. I like this. I like this. All right. <laughs> going to keep it rolling. Next, I think this is my guy, Val. We got a Skype caller here we're going to. Is this Val? Yes, sir. Val, up, hold Joe? on. For those of y'all that salute, what's up, Val? For those of y'all that don't know, Val. <laughs> Listen, Val, we talking, man. Give me your takes quickly. Zach Wilson looking like a uh, – Butt cheeks Sam against Donald? the Patriots. Oh, well, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Oh, here, 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 here we go. Here we go. You know, Val calling in with the nonsense, all right? Like, we didn't need to hear. Oh, Lord, Lord Jesus is a Come on oh, now, Val. Come on, clean it. Slow down, all right? Slow down. Oh, slow down, man. all right? Give me your right. takes quickly about Zach Wilson. Do you think he'll be able to bounce back against the Bills? And what are your thoughts about Elijah Moore, man? Okay, all right. So real quick, I know you were on rapid fire, but all right. So Zach Wilson, I, I don't think he's going to beat the Bills. I, I do believe it's going to be a close game. I'll give you my um, my score later on after the call and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Zach Wilson, yeah. man, he just he has to work on his accuracy, man. Like he he um he tends to. Um, how can I say, like, he tends to get under pressure and then he doesn't know how to handle it. This is was this was my problem of drafting him in the first place because when I seen the videos on BYU, 
he's not getting pressure at all. He was just sitting there relaxing. And I was just like, whoa, that's not what he's going to see in the NFL. I'm like, how is this guy going to be the number two quarterback coming out of the draft? And we really trust this guy to be the guy. I didn't trust him to be the guy at all. I, I definitely wanted um, – um, who's the quarterback for uh, the Chicago Bears? Uh, Justin Fields. Justin Fields, it's yes, Justin, Justin Fields. That's exactly who I wanted uh, as um, the quarterback if we didn't get Trevor Lawrence. So, yeah, that's who I, uh, I believe who was going to be the quarterback. And as um, for Elijah Moore, I just feel like we're not utilizing our talent. I don't, I don't feel like we're us- utilizing our tight ends. I don't feel like we're utilizing, you know, some of our wide receivers. Denzel Mims, he's, he's so talented, but we don't give him that opportunity. And now we're, we're singling out um, Elijah Moore, so I can understand why they're frustrated because they're, they're talented, but they're not getting utilized at all. We utilize burials. He's very good when it comes off that sweep and stuff, but we have to, we have to change it up. We have to get the tight ends involved. Tight ends are supposed to be the um, um, safe blanket and stuff like that for quarterbacks. And I don't feel like we're mm-hmm. implementing them at all. So that's that's killing us, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, Conklin had uh, – I think he had six catches for 79 yards and a touchdown. But like you mm-hmm. said as well, I, I would like to see C.J. Uzama be a more part of the offense. I know he's kind of brought in and blocking from time to time as well because of our – you know, the offensive line is kind of up and game. down. But, yeah, the running game and stuff like that. But even in the running game, the running game was just – it was nothing against the Patriots. Yeah, 51 yards total rushing against the Patriots. And it was, yeah. it was a game that I think we should have tried to run the ball a bit more, but it is what it mm-hmm. is there. So you talked about a lot, of, a lot of things that's going on. What are, what are your thoughts about this upcoming game against the Bills? Do you think we'll be able to protect Zach Wilson from the Bills' pass rush? Because, you know, they just man, bring everybody. Von Miller. <laughs> yeah, they're going to throw everything man. in the yeah. Dude, uh, what man, is so Von Miller, they got all these guys, man, whatever. It's going to Go be ahead, tough, man. man. It's, it's definitely going to be tough. Zach Wilson, I'm going to say he's going to be running for his life, and I hope he doesn't run backwards. He needs to run forward. You know what I'm saying? If the, if the box is open... Go for that first down. Every time he gets past the offensive line, he ends up throwing it. I'm like, you have the first down right there, and you could just slide. I'm like, oh, my God. And then he has sometimes people that are wide open by the first down. He ends up throwing it deep, and then is an interception. I'm like, come on, Zach Wilson. <laughs> it's killing me, man. Like, uh, this is therapeutic for me. Like I, I'm, I was just holding it in so long, man. Like, oh uh, man, I really yeah. felt like we was gonna win that game against the Patriots because we could have. Yeah. If we had Brees Hall yeah. and ABC in that game, we would have won the game yeah. for sure. Yeah. For sure. Val, <laughs> oh, kill me. He said, "I hope you run backwards." So I hope we run instead of running backwards. Yeah, Ben G is right about that, man. I'm just like, bro. Like he really does that. He runs 20 yards back and making it hard, for, and then he ends up getting sacked or even fumbling sometimes. But, you know, it, yeah. it's killing us, man. Oh, yeah, wow. Give me, give, me, give me your final score prediction, man. Who do you think wins? <laughs> Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? <laughs> I hate to do this, man. I, I love the Jets. I love the Jets. But 17-21. <laughs> The reason why I got us losing the game is because the fourth, first, and second. Oh, go ahead. Yes, 17-21. I, I got the, the Bills winning, Jets 17. Oh. And the reason why I got us losing the game because we don't start off fast. We have to start off fast yeah. against these good teams. If we start off fast, yeah. we could get these wins. But we just start yeah. off late. And then that's where we have to climb a hill. 
and do these offside kicks and stuff like that. And, and you know, it's, it's out of luck, you know what I'm saying? But I just feel like we have to get better, man, especially in the first half of the, the games. Yeah. So, he yeah. Said 17, and, and, he took the Bills, guys. 17, yeah. 21. Yeah. Listen, Val. Listen, Val. I want to thank you for calling in. All right, I got to slide off. We got to close out the show. Next time I like button, subscribe, man. Salutes, man. Listen, thank you for your support. You have a good one, my friend. No no problem, man. You too, man. Have a good one. Oh, have a good one. Yo, yo, Val, Venom, yo, everybody that called that, you guys are. You guys killed me. I hope he runs forward instead of running backwards. Oh, that's the quote of the night. <laughs> I hope he runs forward instead of running backwards. All right. We're <laughs> All right, we're getting late in the show here. I'm going to start to close it out. But before I do, I'm going to give my final score. I have to give my final score prediction at this point. At this point, I'm looking at it, and the Bills pass rush is ferocious. This is a really good football team. Um, I'm very concerned about that, especially with the end. The, the, the jig is up, right? We all know that what they're going to do is they're going to send pressure at us, and then they're going to basically stack the box and beg Zach Wilson to beat them. And that's what they're going to do. Um, our running game has to step up, all right? We've got to run the ball more effectively than we did against the Patriots, and Zach Wilson has got to be better. Um, if you think that you know, throwing those crazy footballs against the Patriots was cool. Whew. Let me tell you, you're in for a, a rude awakening against the Bills because that defense is even better than the Patriots. Uh, of course, they're supposed to have White. There's a lot of talk about him possibly coming back as well this week off of the injury. I know that they also have a safety that is uh, banged up as well at this time, uh, Poyer as well. So he's a little bit banged up as well. I think he's like an elbow injury or something like that. So we'll see as the week continues to play out. But as of right now, I am going to take the – I'm going to take the Jets. I'm going to step up. I'm going to take the Jets. I'm going to put my neck out. I'm going to say that the Jets find a way to get this victory and that Zach Wilson rebounds, okay? I'm going to take the Jets to beat the Bills 28-21. to 28-21, to 21, I'm taking the Jets. All right, get at me. Get at me as of right now. Okay, on this Tuesday night, I am taking the Jets to beat the Bills. Let me know how you feel about that. We're going to close out the show now. Whoa, this was a hot one. Glad we got to everybody. I know we had a lot of callers. We had to start rapid firing as things moved on. You know, again, I want to thank everybody for calling in. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me send you to promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing what you folks think I do here on Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well, at The Long Beach Joe, at The Long Beach Joe, all right, is the show's page. You can hit me personally on my own personal page. At YoungJ000, at YoungJ000. You want to troll me? No issues. I will troll you right back. I'm the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. At all times. He'll be back this season. You know, better than ever. Left guard, right guard, left tackle, right tackle, whatever. All right? Only thing he, he hadn't played was center, and we all know he could probably play that. 
If you need an offensive lineman, if you need a good player, just go to USC. All right? Pick one of those Trojans out there. You'll be fine. Fight on. All right? So salute. We'll be trolling. You can also come on over to my YouTube. All right? Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Go on over there. Okay? Subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Like the videos. Share the videos. All right? And if you want to troll me, no issues. Get in those comments. Let's go back and forth and we'll troll. And as always, people, when you see me in person, you will see me in person. It is arms out, chest open, free hug for everyone. Free hug for everyone. The hugs will cost you absolutely nothing, all right? I want to thank you folks for listening. I want to thank you folks for calling in. I want to thank you folks for taking the time to watch as well. You folks are the absolute best, okay? And without you folks, I am absolutely nothing. Thank you for taking the times out of your day to interact with me any way that you do. It's greatly appreciated. As well, again, Community Food Bank of New Jersey, cfbnj.org. Again, cfbnj.org. Get involved with them any way that you can. We're in the month of November. Help people that are food insecure, all right? So I want to thank you folks for listening. You folks have a good one. Peace. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.